Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Movies and Stuff for June 30th, 2017. I'm your host, Rob Yates. Thank you so much for being here, for uh, taking the time to listen to this show. Uh, this is a, a new adventure for me. I have done podcasting before, but this solo kind of podcast format is the first time I've ever tried to break off and do this on my own. There's a lot I want to talk about, a lot I, I want to do, a lot of ideas I have. And if, this, if you're new to the show, this is only the second episode. I started it yesterday, and already after two days, got a lot of plans, got a lot of things that I think I, I, I can do and I want to do with this show. If you were here yesterday for the first episode, thank you so much for taking the time to follow me and to listen to the segments I had for yesterday's show. Again, it's a new show. It's growing and it's evolving, and this is my first time breaking out on my own. I've done podcasts before, but this is my first time trying to do one, just me, by myself. So I'm sure there's a lot I need to work on, a lot of things that I can improve. But hey, I, I want to bring you some movie news, some movie trivia, some movie, movie stuff. That, that you might find enjoyable and interesting. There's a lot to uh, behind the scenes that uh, we don't always have the opportunity to look at. So that, that's kind of what this podcast is right now. That's what it's about. If you want to make suggestions, if you want to be a part of the show, I did go ahead and grab an email address. It wasn't quite the one I wanted, but that's okay. Uh, the email address is moviesandstuffquestions, all one long phrase, movie, movies and stuff questions at gmail.com. Uh, the idea there is if you have ideas for a segment, if you have corrections you want to make that I didn't catch and maybe I got something wrong, uh, if you just want to offer up anything to help improve the show or uh, anything related to the show, that's one of the places to do it. You can go kind of type long form and get a hold of me that way. That's movies and stuff questions at gmail.com. The other way, is actually through this podcasting app that I'm using called Anchor. So I'm sure you heard at the beginning of the episode that this, this podcast was, was created using Anchor. It's this really cool uh, audio app, kind of like a, the Snapchat of audio, so to speak. So you can post little uh, snippets of audio and little segments. Some news organizations doing quick bite-sized stories, right? Um, and you can follow different people's channels to get the, those, those stories, and then after 24 hours, those stories disappear, unless you turn them into an episode, which is what I am actually doing. But if you want to hear the audio as soon as it is recorded, like the second it's done, go ahead and uh, download the Anchor app. Follow me there. You'll definitely get that... Um as, as the audio as soon as it's done recording. Uh, you can also, they have this cool feature where you can call in a question, so to speak. So you record yourself asking a question, and then I can post that into the podcast and kind of respond to you as if we were talking uh, directly. So that's another way, if you want to be actually on the show, that you can be involved, uh, is to go ahead and download the app, call in these questions. Uh, whatever way you want to get a hold of me, those are the two ways right now. Again, this show is new. But those are the two ways to go ahead and be involved with the show. So if you want to be involved, go ahead and do that. And again, thank you for all the support. Uh, it really means a lot to me that after two days, I already have as much support as I do. And I'm hoping we can keep this thing growing, right? That we can uh, turn this into a community where we, we just talk about movies, right? Movies and maybe some random other stuff sometimes, right? Whatever floats our boat. Uh, Fridays are not typically a great 
day for movie news, but I do have some stuff for you. Some news about Michael Keaton and this new movie he's doing, uh, not Spider-Man Homecoming, um, this new movie he's doing with uh, Tim Burton that looks uh, very interesting. That's what I'll say about that. Also some news with the uh, Film Academy uh, to talk about there as well. Plus, I have some, uh, uh, two new segments I want to try out as the show continues to grow and evolve. Uh, so we're going to do those segments, and it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. So let's get started. for the news. I am going to try to make a habit of not just doing superhero content all the time to do stuff about superhero movies. That being said, we do live in a day and age when superhero movies and news kind of dominate a lot of the movie time that's going on. So until movies with superheroes aren't a thing or are less popular, you're probably going to hear uh, a fair amount of stories, including today, about superhero movies. This one is interesting though and it needs a little setup. So this story here is about how Sony's Venom movie, yes they're making a movie about Venom, a Spider-Man villain, is in the same world and reality as the new Spider-Man Homecoming movie, but Spider-Man's not going to be in it. And it takes some setup because there's a lot of legal wrangling that had to happen for Spider-Man to be in a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie to begin with. You see, back when Marvel wasn't the big giant hotshot studio it was, it gave actual movie studios, because at the time it was not a movie studio, it gave other movie studios uh, the rights to their Marvel characters on film. So, Sony Pictures has the rights to Spider-Man on film. They don't own the character in comic book form or any other form, but when it comes to movies, Sony technically owns the rights to that character. And so in order for him to be in a Marvel movie and in that universe, Marvel has to go then make a deal with Sony, which is ironic because Marvel's the one who created the character in the first place. But that's just how it goes. Um, so Spider-Man Homecoming is a big deal because Spider-Man is in the Marvel Universe even though Marvel doesn't own the character for film. Uh, so Sony kind of had to, to help, uh, not help out there. They're, they're going to make a, a boatload of money off of it and they collaboratively work together to make the movie, Sony and Marvel. But here's the thing, Sony wants to make their own sort of extended universe, if you will. Again, like we talked about yesterday, cinematic universes are everywhere. It's what everybody wants to do. And not all the, uh, the properties are kind of made for that. But Sony thinks it'd be cool to have like a Venom movie. So they're going to have a movie about the character Venom, a classic villain of Spider-Man, right? And it's going to be its own spin-off film. Um, they have plans for other Marvel, uh, or not Marvel, but Spider-Man specifically, Spider-Man villains to kind of have their own spin-off movie. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but here's what's interesting is Amy Pascal, uh, former uh, Sony executive, basically saying like when the deal went down, the, the, the idea was that these villains, these spin-off movies that Sony are doing because they have the rights to Spider-Man and its characters, right, for film, those movies exist in the same universe as Spider-Man, but Spider-Man will not be in those movies. Um, 
So I don't know what the point of making that statement is. I think it's to say, like, yeah, like it's a, it's a real Spider-Man movie. We're really doing it. Um, but Spider-Man's not going to be in those movies. So we're going to watch the bad guys of Spider-Man not fight Spider-Man. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. I think it goes back to the whole idea that we talked about yesterday with them trying to do a James Bond cinematic universe. That's not a property. James Bond isn't a property that needs this fully fleshed out crazy like movies for every single character in it because quite frankly not all those characters are worth having a movie about. Likewise, there are some very interesting Spider-Man villains, but do we need this own like cinematic universe inside a cinematic universe? No, we don't. What it really comes down to is Sony has a property, Sony wants to make money, and they know that Spider-Man's going to be a big deal, so they're trying to cash in off of that. Um, that's probably why I'm the least excited about this whole Venom spinoff, all these, these bad guys spinoffs. It's like, they're not coming from a place where they, there's actually a story to tell, there's, there's a, a entertainment to be had. They're forcing it. They're, they're doing it because they think they can make money. Um, and of course, movies are made to make money, but when that's the sole purpose, that's why you're doing it, you typically end up with some pretty, pretty crappy movies. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But just in case you were wondering, Spider-Man and Venom are in the same universe. Spider-Man's just not going to be in the Venom movie. Cool, I guess. Speaking of Marvel and Spider-Man and all that jazz, a uh, story about Michael Keaton and Tim Burton and the next movie they're doing together. Uh, the segue there, in case you don't know, is that Michael Keaton is the villain in the new Spider-Man movie. There I connected it for you, you're good, you got it, you're on board, so glad to have you here. Uh, Michael Keaton was interviewed on Good Morning America about Spider-Man Homecoming, and he basically uh, confirmed that he's doing a live-action version, remake or whatever, reimagining of Dumbo. Um, it'll be directed by Tim Burton. Uh, here's what he had to say. Uh, you just want to be around that guy, speaking of Burton, Tim Burton. Uh, you want to be in his sphere because he's original and u unique and an artist. Uh, sure, yeah, Michael Keaton is all those things. I, I would not have paired, not Michael Keaton, uh, Tim Burton is all those things. I would not have paired Tim Burton with the Dumbo property. Those don't automatically go together in my mind. But I think that'll be interesting. Uh, we don't really have too many details on the character that Keaton is going to play. Uh, apparently he's going to be an exploitative, exploitative, whew, there's a word, exploitative circus owner who is looking to obtain a smaller circus operation from a character named Medici, played by Danny DeVito. So Danny DeVito's in the movie. Uh, Eva Green is also in the movie, if you know her. As well as Colin Farrell is reportedly um, set to be the lead role. Um, very interesting cast. I mean, those are all uh, very solid actors and uh I just can't get over the fact that Tim Burton's the one directing it, right? Like, he normally has this dark, gothic art style. Uh, although he's been lighter, I guess. He's done things like Big Fish and Alice in Wonderland. Um, but it'll be interesting to see him do Dumbo, see what that looks like. Uh, that could be a lot of fun, and it certainly has a, a strong cast as of right now. So, that's happening sometime in the near future. That'll be interesting. I'm very curious to see how that turns out. So I told you that I would try really hard not to do a lot of movie stuff 
a lot of stuff. Not <laughs> Woo! Okay, no, not a lot of movie stuff, but a lot of superhero stuff is what I meant to say. This whole podcast is about movies. If I told you I wasn't going to do any movie stuff, that would defeat the whole podcast and even the name of the podcast. Anyway, uh, I told you I wasn't going to do a lot of superhero stuff, but there's a lot of superhero stuff. There's this really interesting story that uh, about Fox, the movie company, because they just set release dates for six movies in the Marvel Universe but didn't say what those movies were. Um, so, kind of like Sony Pictures has the rights to Spider-Man on film, uh, Marvel way back in the day made a deal with Fox, and Fox has the rights to the X-Men universe on film. So whenever you see any of the X-Men movies, Marvel isn't directly involved with those movies because Fox uh, has the rights to them. That includes things like Deadpool, which is a... a spin-off of the X-Men franchise. So what's interesting about this is they've released um, that they're going to have movies on some, some dates, but not what movies are going to go along with that. So in 2019, uh, we've got a movie coming out June 7th and November 22nd. In 2020, there's a movie coming out March 13th and June 26th, and October 2nd. And the final one in 2021 is on March 5th. But they haven't said what those movies are. Now, there's a lot of speculation about it. Uh, I think it's safe to say that one of those movies is probably going to be a sequel to Deadpool. Um, a, another sequel to Deadpool. They're already working on a sequel right now. I would assume that's going to be out before 2019. My guess is sometime in 2018. I don't remember if they've confirmed that or not. Be a part of the show if you know. Um, but it's really weird for a company to come out and be like, Hey... We're going to make some some release dates official for movies you don't know. Now, it's not unusual for somebody like Marvel to say, like, okay, well, we have a couple of release dates of movies we're working on. We just don't know exactly which ones are going to fall when. But here's some other ones. Like, it's a couple of unknowns amongst a lot of unknowns, right? This is them saying, like, we're working on stuff. You have no idea what it is. And what's interesting is, okay, so one of these is a third Deadpool movie, I guess. Right, most likely one of those is probably in 2020 or 2021. Another one of those is an X-Men movie of some kind. Okay, so let's say both of those are, are right. You still have four unknown, untitled Marvel movies that are, I guess, in the X-Men universe that Fox is working on that we don't know about. That's very unusual. I, I The only thing I can think of is that they're trying to hype up the fact that um, they're working on stuff, and, and granted, the X-Men universe is probably more expandable, as we keep talking about expanded cinematic universes, than any other property or any other superhero or superhero set of characters. Um, but four movies, we have no idea what they are. That's that's fascinating. And even even two of them that we think we know we could be entirely wrong about. I, who knows? This is interesting to me. This is an unusual move for someone just to come out or a studio to come out and just say, hey, uh, we're going to release six movies. You don't know what they are. Get pumped. Very unusual move. Very unusual move. And our next story is about... Yep, another superhero. I'm sorry. This is the news. I just reported. I, I'm sorry. Uh, if you didn't know, the director, Matt Reeves... He is the director of the past two Planet of the Apes movies, uh, especially the one coming out in the middle of July in a couple weeks from now, War for the Planet of the Apes. 
Uh, I think he's done a fabulous job with those movies. Anyway, Matt Reeves of those movies and a couple others that you, you probably are less familiar with, um, he has been hired by Warner Brothers to work specifically as the director for The Batman, which is their, uh, their solo Batman movie in the, ba- not Batman, in the DC Cinematic Universe. We're, we're probably never gonna get away from cinematic universes on this, this podcast, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't do it. Blame the, the theater companies or the movie companies. Anyway, um, he recently talked about what he's trying to do with Batman specifically, how he, he plans to make the movie different from previous incarnations. He said, For me, point of view is really important. I want to make sure you are experiencing something from the perspective of the main character in the story. I'm a huge Hitchcock fan. I like the idea of being immersed in that perspective. Um... He goes on to talk about how he wants it to be more of a detective movie, how it's not about Batman just bashing people's brains in and fighting people. It, it, it really exp- He wants to explore that kind of noir uh, detective side of Batman that we haven't seen a whole lot of in any incarnation of Batman, really. Uh, the Dark Knight trilogy kind of touched on it a little bit, but this is very interesting. This is a, a good director, a strong director, um, working with a really well-known property, and I'm excited to see his interpretation. I'm excited to see Batman in a different light. Um, say what you will about the crazy influx of superhero movies. Obviously, today's news being dominated so much by uh, superheroes, and honestly, a lot of days movie news dominated by superhero news. Um, one of the reasons comic book and comic book heroes have kind of stood the test of time, so to speak, is because they are flexible and moldable and can be different things to different generations. Um, I'm excited to see what Matt Reeves does with Batman and how he uh, breathes uh, new life into that character and hopefully uh, adds another good movie to the DC Cinematic Universe. So the last bit of news is not about superheroes. Surprise! I'm sure you thought that's what you were going to get. Uh, it's actually about the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences. I know, kind of a dry topic a little bit. Uh, a couple years ago, they were kind of chastised for being kind of like really white and really old and really male. Um, and that didn't sit well with people because movies are for everybody, right? And so the people judging these movies, like when you see the Oscars, the Academy is who votes on what the best picture is and what the best actor is and best director and that kind of stuff. Um, so there was kind of an outcry saying, like, this isn't fair because most of the people voting on these movies, while they know a lot about movies, they have a lot of experience in movies, they, they also are all kind of in a similar perspective. We're not getting a, a wide enough perspective. So this last story, I don't want to get into the, the weeds about it. Uh, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has announced the results of this year's Board of Governors elections. Um, that probably means nothing to a lot of you. But what's really cool uh, is among those elected is Whoopi Goldberg, right? Um, but if you look at the board that got put in place. Nine women were elected or re-elected to the board. Also, a lot more um, people, women and people of color and r- different races, uh, a lot more people that aren't 
old white men um, have been invited and brought into the academy in the last several years. It's, it's been very quiet and behind the scenes, but this is a good thing. Um, film at its very core is about expression and perspective, right? And so when you bring in lots of different people from lots of different backgrounds with very different perspectives, um, they're going to have different views on movies. But the hope is that we live in a world that is all the perspectives, right? That is all the backgrounds. Like, all of us are living together in this world. So what's cool about this and why I brought it up, it's not a crazy story. It's not uh, anything, you know, that would light up the news normally. I mean, it's not superheroes, obviously. Um, but what's cool about it to me is it shows that the Academy is serious about... Um, about what it's doing, about its job, but also that it is accurately um, portraying the opinion of the world kind of at large, right? It's about the the global perspective. And that sounds hoity and toity and kind of movie snobbish, and that's not my goal, but we should have more women. We should have more people from different backgrounds and countries and races in the academy so that when we're evaluating the movies that are made by different women and people from different countries and of different color and of different backgrounds that it, it's kind of all fair right and not to say that it wasn't necessarily fair before I think most of the people in the academy if not all the people in the academy are very good at what they do they, they know movies they care about movies but you can't change your perspective to be somebody else's perspective. You know, you only, there's only one of you, which is a good thing, but we need lots of different perspectives to really evaluate and to, um, to really help the movie industry. And this, to me, um, the, the inclusion of all these new people over the last several years, this has nothing but a good thing uh, for the Academy, obviously for the Oscars, and also for uh, the movie industry as a whole. All right, that about wraps up the news for this week. Our next segment is a new one. So for those of you who listened to yesterday's episode, this is new. Um, I call it the Friday Five. I think it'd be fun. Uh, I've decided that I'm going to do this show Monday through Friday because there's not a lot of movie news typically over the weekend. And if there is, I can always do a special episode about it. But it'd be fun to every Friday pick what I think the highest grossing movies over the weekend will be. So I'm going to rank them uh, one through five. So the first, the best one, uh, to the fifth one, right? Um... This is a fun game, especially if you start looking at reviews and stuff, because sometimes, oftentimes even, the better-reviewed movies aren't necessarily the popular ones, and the popular ones aren't necessarily better-reviewed. And sometimes they are both reviewed well and popular, and sometimes they're not reviewed well, and they're not popular, and everything in between. Uh, so I think this will be fun. So every Friday, we're going to do the Friday Five. I'm going to rank the top, uh, what I think the top five movies will be in order over the weekend, and then on Monday I can see how terribly wrong I was. Um, so I don't know, a little fun, little fun game, I guess. Okay, so this weekend, this holiday weekend, I think the highest grossing movie this weekend will be Despicable Me 3. It has reviewed decently, and it is a third movie in a pretty successful franchise. 
you've got Fourth of July. You've got a lot of people going out, wanting to do stuff. A lot of families. Uh, I think that movie makes sense as a uh, as a number one movie. I think it's going to do pretty well for itself this weekend. Number two, I think, is going to be Baby Driver. Um, not a lot of people in my sphere necessarily um, know about this movie, but my sphere of people, I don't think are indicative of the average moviegoer. Uh, Baby Driver, I think, is a really good movie. It's going to be kind of counter-programming to what Despicable Me 3 is and some of the other movies on this list. It's a rated R, quirky action, comedy, music thing that's, I think, a very solid, very good movie. Um, I think it's going to come in number two, not because uh, other movies aren't doing well, but I think because it is in its first weekend... um, and it's very different from anything else that's in theaters right now. I think that's going to serve it well, uh, and that's why I think it's going to be number two. In number three is last week's number one spot movie, Transformers: The Last Night. Uh, this is not going to be very good news for Transformer. It's uh, Transformers. It's only in its second weekend, but it's not looking like it's doing well. It's not looking like a lot of people want to go see it. That being said, a lot more people are going to be in the movie theaters this weekend, especially since it is, again, 4th of July, holiday weekend. Um, it is a PG-13 movie. It is a well-known brand at this point. I think it does do pretty well for itself, but not well enough to get any higher than the number three spot. At number four, I see Wonder Woman hanging in there. It's in its fifth weekend at this point. Um, so the number four spot on your fifth weekend is pretty good. It has made a decent chunk of money. I think a lot of people who haven't seen this movie may choose to go see it this weekend because of the holidays, uh, or because of the holiday on Monday. Um, and you might see a lot of people who've already seen it wanting to go do something. Now's a good time to go see it again, right? Uh, rounding out the top five, I think Cars 3 will be in the fifth spot. I think that because, again, it is a holiday weekend, and this plays into a lot of marketing. So the holiday weekend, right, it's a big deal. Um, but it's been out for a couple weeks. A lot of families have already gone to see it. That being said, a lot of families haven't gone to see it, right? So this is a perfect time to take them to see it. Maybe the kids want to go see Cars 3 more than they want to see Despicable Me 3. Um, and so you end up with Cars 3 doing well. That's what I think the top five is. I'll go over those one more time. Despicable 3, Despicable Me 3, Baby Driver, followed by Transformers The Last Night, Wonder Woman and rounding out the top five, Cars 3. Yeah, I think it's a pretty solid list. It'll be a pretty solid list. We'll see on Monday whether I got any of that right. Now it's time for our second segment, our second new segment, third segment overall, uh, and our last segment of this week's episode. I have not a good name for this segment, but the TV or the, the podcast, not the TV show. This is not a TV show. What am I talking about? Um, the name of this podcast is Movies and Stuff because I like movies and we're going to talk mostly about movies. But sometimes you just want to throw some random stuff in there, right? Some stuff that might be movie related, but not exactly that kind of stuff. Um, and this week I wanted to talk about something movie related, but it's more of a, like a societal behavior kind of thing. So... I'll relay this story. My wife and I, when we saw Wonder Woman, we were sitting next to somebody um, who was on their cell phone constantly. Uh, And I know different people have different opinions about this, but here's the thing. Um, 
I understand the age we live in. I understand some people cannot go two hours without looking at their phone. I think that's a, a whole other problem entirely. But as we were watching, as, as this, this person was playing on their phone, I looked over. They weren't answering a text message or looking at a website or even playing, you know, Candy Crush. When I looked over at this person, they were in their contacts, scrolling down through their contacts to the bottom of their contact list and then back up to the top. And that went on the entire time. That's all they were doing, was scrolling through their contact list. They weren't doing anything on their phone, but they were so addicted to their phone that they were scrolling through the contact list, right? Like, seriously? Um, and you know, my wife said something to her, I was trying to keep the gender neutral, said something to the lady doing this on her phone, uh, and we got, there were some words exchanged and there was some commotion that happened, not on our end. We tried to keep it discreet. We tried to keep it respectful. Because you're just scrolling through your contacts, right? You're not actually doing anything productive. But it led me down this other train of thought that is, um, movies are a communal experience, right? Movies are something we do together. When we go to a movie theater, we are with lots of other people. And as such, we need to be aware of the fact that we're not the only ones in the theater. It's not just about us. It's important that we try to be courteous to everybody else, not because you should just be a nice person, but because you're supposed to be watching the movie. That's why you're there. If you want to be on your phone, wait till it's on DVD, right? Like, the point of going to the movie theater is so that you're watching the screen, not so that you're on your phone and there's noise in the background. Watch something at home if that's the case. And I know some people are going to disagree with me. And if you do, or you agree, or you just want to let your voice be heard, again, moviesandstuffquestions at gmail.com or call in using the Anchor app. Either way, be a part of the show. Let me know what you think. But I think it is very rude and inconsiderate when we are at the movies to do these things because it's not just about us. We are so obsessed with our phones. Believe me, I am. My wife yells at me all the time. We are so um, about us as an individual. But when we go to the movies, we're in the movie theater, it's not just us by ourselves. It's us with everybody else. It's us being a part of something, that movie experience. I'm not saying don't laugh or gasp or scream when the murderer comes out and tries to kill the main character. Those are all appropriate responses. Those show that you're involved in the movie. You're not staring at a screen. You're not just talking with your buddy. You're engaging in the experience. If you're going to spend the money to go to a movie, don't ruin that experience for other people. But also, don't deprive yourself of the experience you can have watching that movie. Movies are a lot more fun when you put all the distractions aside and focus just on what's going on. You can get sucked into a world way more if you're not on your phone. You know what I mean? So anyway, be courteous. Just be courteous to people. Be nice. Recognize that you're not the only person in there. And I get it. Sometimes there's a text message you need to check real quick because your mom's calling you or your girlfriend's calling you or, I don't know, somebody's calling you or texting you or blowing up your phone. I get it. I understand it's a real world. But think about the other people in that room with you. Movies are best experienced without distractions. Do what you can to help people enjoy a distraction-free movie. Because, I mean, come on, let's respect the movies. Let's respect each other. All right, that's it for this week. So not this week's, this day's episode, June 30th, 2017. 
That's a Friday. That means we won't be back with you until Monday. And by we, I mean me. Man, I'm still not used to doing a podcast by myself. Regardless, I hope you have enjoyed the episode. And please, remember, I'm new at this. I'm trying to figure it out as I go. So, if you want to give me feedback, if you want to support the show, offer up segment ideas, offer corrections to things I got wrong, there's two ways currently, and maybe more in the future, but two ways you can do that right now. I have an email. It's uh, moviesandstuffquestions at gmail.com. That's movies and stuff questions at gmail.com. If you post something there, I'll see it, I'll read it, I'll make it part of the show. Also, if you download the Anchor app, you can be a part of the show by doing what's called a call-in. You can ask me a question or give me a comment, send it my way in audio form, and then I can add that as part of the podcast show. Really cool. I hope some of you start taking advantage of that. I hope you start being a part of what we're doing here. And by what we're doing, I mean what I'm doing and what I hope you all will join me in. Um, I hope you can tell that I'm really passionate about movies. I love movies. I love movie news. I love talking about it. Um, but I also recognize that this is nothing. This is just me talking in the void unless you guys and gals out there are enjoying what I'm doing. So, please... Give me honest feedback. Give me, give me what you want out of the show. Um, I want to do the show five days a week, Monday, Wednesday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I want to hit news. I want to bring people in for interviews. I, w- I want to do all that kind of stuff. Um, but what do you want of the show? Let me know. Uh, this show is growing and changing and evolving, and it's still in its early stages. It's still yet to be fully formed. Help me make this a show for all of us, right? Um. Also, if you're listening to this on podcast services, currently that would be uh, the Apple iTunes Store or, uh, and Google Play services. If you're listening to the show in podcast form that way, that's great. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, you can also help me out there by going to like iTunes and leaving a review, uh, rating it five stars. Same thing on Google Play services. Uh, get the word out there. If you know people who'd enjoy this, uh, recommend it. Share it on all your social media. Um, I, I, I like movies. I want to get people talking. I have a community of people who are talking about movies, who are engaged in movies, who like movies and movie news. And even if you're not a part of that right now, but you want to be, please join in. Be a part of the show. Be a part of making this something special. Um, I want to really grow this. I really want this to be a thing. Can't do it without your help. Anyway. I'm off for the weekend. Hopefully no news comes out over the weekend. That's super crazy. Um, And I'll be back here on Monday. That's right. I'll be here on Monday, despite the fact that it's a holiday. I will be here for you with any crazy 4th of July movie news that might be coming out. So anyway. Wait. Yeah. No? Wait. Hold on. See, here at Movies and Stuff, we're very good at doing movie stuff... Not so good with calendar stuff. That's the third, isn't it? It is. It's July the third. Anyway, that's when a lot of people have off. That's when a lot of people are celebrating the Fourth of July. I will be here anyway. Uh, feel free to offer up thoughts and ideas, um, and I'll be here for you. Hopefully, you enjoy the show. Hopefully, you've enjoyed this show. Thank you so much for all your support. I look forward to serving you in the future. Until we meet again. Thank you for everything. See you guys.